Until the past few weeks, it appeared as if Joe Biden would be the only Democrat running for president. It seemed like he had cleared out the entire field. His approval ratings were going up. People were really starting to see the impact that he might be having. And then all of a sudden, we learned that he had classified documents all over his house in multiple offices. And it is really distracting, not only from his presidency, but it's really giving something for Republicans to stand behind. I think for this reason, not just because it's a distraction, but because it's going to actually impact Joe Biden's approval rating, Joe Biden's ability to stay on message. I think we're in a window where a few other Democrats should announce they are running for president. Let me unpack and explain it. Got a lot to talk about. This is Sean King, and you're listening to the the, the breakdown. The, 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 the breakdown. The, 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 the breakdown. So, if you've listened to this podcast, or if you followed me in life, you know that I'm not really a Joe Biden fan. And I come to this conversation as someone who has really seen him as the father of modern day mass incarceration. I've broken that down on other episodes because mass incarceration, fighting against mass incarceration and police violence, because that's my calling. Of course, I don't have a favorable view of one of the modern architects of mass incarceration. So let's just put that on the table. I say that first because in spite of the hundred criticisms I have of Joe Biden, I had started to think that he and his office were doing a decent job on some issues. And Democrats controlled the Senate. They crammed in several policies before Republicans took over the House. And now Joe Biden, I wouldn't quite call it a a lame duck season that he's in, but now that he's in this kind of session, this moment in time where he no longer has control of the House, he will probably get very little done. All he can now do is use executive orders and pray that there's an opportunity here and there to pass a bill. It's highly unlikely. That puts him in a weird position. But just as Joe Biden was starting to creep up with his approval ratings, we learned that he, like Donald Trump, had classified sometimes even top secret documents all over the place. And it really not only clouds the investigation into Donald Trump, but Democrats have been saying for months now, that what Donald Trump did, having classified documents in his office in places that seemed unsecure, was unforgivable, was unimaginably dumb and unsafe. And I agreed. Most people agreed. And yet, and, and, and Joe Biden agreed. There's an interview with Joe Biden where he literally says, how could Donald Trump do something like this? How could he have classified documents in his home. Like Joe Biden said that. 
only for Joe Biden to have classified documents in his home, in multiple places in his home. Top secret documents left behind in random offices. And it's such a mess, and I've been saying that it's a mess. I think it creates a window for someone else to step in and run and say, listen, I didn't plan on running, but I think we're at a point where our nation needs a clean slate and our nation needs somebody that has not left classified documents somewhere crazy. First, they need to make sure they haven't. Our nation needs somebody that can actually connect and resonate and empower and embolden young voters. There are lots of things a candidate could say, like, listen, I respect Joe Biden, but I think our country can do better, and I'm going to give this my best, and here we go. I want to tell you, I, I do think there's a window there, and I think over the next 45 days, you're going to start seeing candidates announce that they're running. But I want to tell you, two or three candidates that I think have the guts to say, you know what, I didn't plan on it, but I'm running. I'll be right back after the break. A whole long list of Democratic potentials, Democratic possible Democratic candidates have said that if Joe Biden is going to run, they won't run. And they said that at a different time. They said that before the last election. I'm talking about the 2022 elections this past November. Most people said that while Joe Biden was still like really trying to get some things passed and done. Most people said that everybody said that before this new scandal of these uh, classified documents that have been found. And I think the problem with the classified documents and kind of the bungling of their discovery of it, it not only leaking out months after it actually happened, but it leaking out bit by bit that we found some in one former office, then it was in multiple locations, Then it was we also found some in his garage, but also we found some in the library of his house. And bit by bit, it's like, oh, this is a mess. This is this is a significant mess and a major distraction. And Republicans are going to use it. They're going to campaign on it. They're going to they're going to use it in really smart ways. I would. It is a huge we won't I won't even talk about the ethics and legality of it. But it is a huge political mistake that any documents like that were found in Joe Biden's home, in his offices, while Donald Trump literally is being investigated for the very same thing. And yes, I'm aware of the minutia what what Donald Trump had said this and Joe Biden has said that. At the root of it is these guys had classified and even top secret documents when they shouldn't have. Those documents don't belong to them. And Donald Trump said, hey, I declassified them because I'm president. Well, these were documents that Joe Biden had even before he was president. He, d- he didn't have the ability to declassify them, even if that is such a thing, if, if it really exists in that way. 
And so now there's a window where some Democrats can say, I I know what I said previously, but I think conditions have changed. I think the situation is now different. And I think a few people could probably step up and run. I'm not endorsing any of these people, okay? I'm just saying some people that I think could intervene and say, hey, I think I could do better. And I think my personal background in history is cleaner. <laughs> and and here's why I think you should vote for me. And here's how I think I could defeat Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or anybody else. Um, it's going to take somebody with a lot of guts because it, Anybody that steps in and challenges Joe Biden, uh, and, and here's the thing, he hasn't made it official yet, but it's going to be really hard. To, it's always going to be hard for someone in the same party as the sitting president to defeat the sitting president in a reelection bid. That's rare, and it is not easy. But... I think it's going to require one or two people to kind of loosen the lid on the jar. Uh, the best comparison I could have right now is that um, Congresswoman Katie Porter of Southern California and Orange County, uh, who, who is an attorney and has become really popular for, you know, her really sharp answers and critiques on the floor of the House. She announced that she's running for United States Senate in California and Senator Dianne Feinstein has not said whether or not she's stepping down. I think she's 90 years old or, or thereabouts. There've been multiple very verified mainstream, respectable articles about her having very serious dementia, which is wild that you can have dementia and still be in the Senate. But Katie Porter went ahead and said, I, I'm not waiting for her to say she's not running. I'm running. And now is that time for someone else to say, listen, uh, with all due respect, you know, Joe Biden is 80 years old. With all due respect, he's made mistakes that I won't make and haven't made. With all due respect, I think I can connect with a broader view of people. Uh, It could be someone like Congressman Ro Khanna. Uh, I know Ro and I've met him. We campaigned for Bernie together. We did a justice event together. Uh, in the Bay Area, Congressman Ro Khanna, super, super smart guy, uh, ethical man of integrity, um, and can, and could connect with a lot of people. Could he defeat Donald Trump? No. But if someone, uh, oh, could he defeat Joe Biden, rather? I doubt it. Could he defeat Donald Trump? M- maybe. But I think Ro Khanna might struggle against Joe Biden. Uh, but if someone like Ro Khanna says, hey, I'm running and it's not as a diss to Joe Biden, I just think our nation and our party could do better. I think if someone like Ro Khanna stepped in and said he was running, he kind of opens the door like Katie Porter just did. I think if, I think other Democrats are going to step in and run to challenge Katie Porter for that seat now because she said, listen, I'm not waiting. And so who else could say that? Even someone like uh, Nina Turner, um, who uh, was in the government in the state of Ohio, ran for Congress, was a major, major supporter of Bernie Sanders, 
someone like Nina Turner can say, I'm running. And here's why I'm running. Um, Bernie himself could say, hey, I, I'm, I'm going to run. And, you know, Bernie's had two campaigns before and may feel like he's learned from them and could challenge Joe Biden. Someone like AOC could say, no, I'm running and here's why. And I stand in stark contrast to Joe Biden on these issues. I think it's going to take somebody that's progressive, that has perhaps, you know, challenged Joe Biden on some issues before for the door to be blasted wide open. Um, You know, we have some new young governors uh, like Wes Moore in Maryland, like Josh Shapiro in Pennsylvania and others uh, who could say, Hey, I'm running uh, the governor of Illinois, the governor of Colorado. They have great experience to say, listen, um, you know what we're doing in Colorado. Here's why it works. And I think what we're doing in Colorado could work across the nation and, and run on that. So I, I think we're in a window where some people can and should challenge Joe Biden and, and them stepping up to run may cause him to say he's not running. I, I don't know. Um, we can only wait and see. He has teased that he was going to announce soonish. He said that for a while. And I think he was kind of riding high on a lot of levels until this document issue came about. So we're going to keep a close eye on it. I'd love to know if you think somebody should challenge him and, uh, and let's talk about it. All right. Love, 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 and appreciate all of you. Please. If you're not yet a member of the North star, go to the North today. Join today. We need your support. We need you to become a member. And if you're not already fully subscribed to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, subscribe now, listen now, share it, listen to the whole episode. And we have some new stuff coming in February that I can't wait to tell you about. Take care, everybody. See you soon. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum.